There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. What's up? Welcome to another episode of Curious Conversations. Tully. Hi. We're in a new studio today and I'm vibing it. You've, it's vibe, isn't yeah. it? I really enjoy it. We've got full setup, got help. Bloody love it. It's great. It's, Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. There's lights. There's, <laughs> there's a TV. I can see myself. I'm getting very comfortable. How are you? <laughs> I, yeah, look. Yeah, good. <laughs> when someone's voice goes, yeah, oh, good. You know, it's been a, a tough week. It, it has been a tough week. It has been a tough week. It's been a season and when you... Um, like when I, it rains, it pours. When it rains, it pours, but fuck me, I'm lucky. Like, and I, I sent um, you, Rosa, and Brooke a message, and I was just like, last night, I was like, thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Good friends. Like, honestly, friends are the best. 100%. Friends and friends are. that you dropped your day yesterday, Rosa dropped her morning yesterday, and it was just like, I don't know. You when you're going through a season, you want people that love you there and you guys were there and are there for me and I just want to thank say thank you very much. That's okay. You've got a little team behind you which we love. Uh, you, I I said to someone it's like that song lean on me when you're not strong. I haven't been very strong so I've been leaning on you yeah. guys. It's funny though, but like you know when you you won't you know that you will do the same to us. So yep. it's like fine. Anyway, on a happier lighter note, oh, it's another week, it's another episode. I know. No Debbie Downer here, no, please. I don't I actually this week, what have I been doing? I've just been working this week. I've got no highlights. Actually, surely I can think of a highlight. No, I don't have a highlight. I don't have any new show recommendations. No highlight, Actually, no low what? light. I finished the new season of Selling Sunset and I finished it very quickly because I didn't do anything on the weekend and I liked it. You're obsessed with Netflix and you even speak to today's guest about Netflix. I'm like, one, I obviously don't have enough time to watch I, these shows. No, <laughs> so no the only reason is because I haven't been doing anything on weekends. Okay. Like the last probably two months. Yeah. Like I've had random things on like Friday nights and Saturday nights, but during the days and stuff, I haven't been doing anything because mm. I purposely, I think I said this on the podcast a few weeks ago, I'm in like work mode and on weekends I just like recover and want to be alone. So I watch Netflix. I love that. Filling yeah. up your own cup. 100%. I'm like not about drinking at the moment. So it's just all about Netflix. Netflix. Between love. Yes. Anyway, we have a guest on this week who is a dear friend of ours. And I know we always say that with guests, but she actually is a dear friend and we've known her for a very long time. And it is Ari Kaplan. Oh, I was going to, I was waiting there. I was like, is she going to say Ariel or Ari or No, Ari. Ari Kaplan. And she, um, she's an actress and a coach. And do you know what? Ari downplays it. She says she's not, wasn't a child, like, star. Yes, she was. 100% she was. Like you were obsessed with the Saddle Club. Yep. My family was obsessed with Neighbours. It's like you, you've you seen her on your screens ever since she was 
we were growing up. Yeah, she was. And she's had a bit of a transition in her life. She's now fitness coaching and can confirm her classes at Barry's and United Ride are amazing. Mm-hmm. So we, she's very motivating. If you need that little pick-me-up in the morning, she's your gal. Um, she's a pocket rocket. <laughs> That's a good word to describe she her. She literally is a pocket rocket. Let's dive into the conversation with her. Yes. We hope you guys love the episode and don't forget to like, subscribe and... And actually do really, no, I was going to say actually subscribe. Like if you like us, click follow. And send a really nice comment. And also go across to Instagram. Yes, because we do have an Instagram page that we caved this year and got it. So like us on and we post all the episode recaps and stuff. So it's a vibe. Ciao. Hello, Ari. Hello. <laughs> I never know if I'd call you Ari or like Ariel. No, Ari's good. Okay, perfect. The Hi. only person that calls me Ariel is my boyfriend, which is… Does he? Okay. Yeah. He's Why? like, no, your name's Ariel. Why would I call you Ari? I'm like, because oh. I'm not in fucking trouble. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> That's like that he why. calls you that. Yeah. I mean, I actually love the name Ariel, but no one really… Well, you just said it, right? But yeah. Everyone in Australia just goes Ariel or Ariel. So Ari's oh. just… Ari's easier. It is so much easier. Let's go Ari. <laughs> How would you say Ariel? Well, I just said to Wait, did I just say it right you then? Said now it right. I'm thinking about Ariel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you guys put the emphasis on the air because it's oh. actually like it's a Hebrew name because oh. being it? Jewish. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a lot of girls in Judaism, it's A R I E L L E. So then people say oh. it correctly because it's Ariel. But I, I have a question. Hit me. Do you do Shabbat on a Friday night? You're about to out me. I'm a really bad Jew. <laughs> She's just, like obsessed. I'm, obs- I'm like, I just want to go to someone's oh, Shabbat. I mean, we'll do a Shabbat for you. We did one last week because my sister's about to have a baby. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted to do like, we do it for like special <laughs> celebrations. And like my auntie and uncle, my cousins, they do it like every week. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, we did. But, you know, like people get busy. Yeah. I'm very much like, I love the traditional parts of Judaism, but like there's nothing about about me that's religious. Yeah. Like I couldn't. Yeah. People ask me questions and I'm like, shh, shh. I don't know. The, I went to Jewish day school my whole life and I don't know the answer. <sighs> but we'll do a show about for you, Sarah. Thank you. I, I would love that. that. I actually, I really, really would. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to, so you, we obviously know you. We've known you for such a long time, but we want to kind of dive deeper into where you are on TV, obviously. Now, obviously. and I obviously, I Googled you before. Obviously, we do a little bit of research and I didn't realize you did theater as well. Yeah, so that's where I started. I grew up always, like, I've had my first job at six. Wow. Which at the time was, like, felt normal. And now Mm -hmm. I look at my nephew who's seven and I'm like, you're a fetus. Like, how was I working seven days a week at, you know, that age? Um, But I started, yeah, I did, like, Oliver and um, The Lion King and So proper productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, traveled to China to do Lion King. Annie too? No? Annie was amateur. Okay. But, yeah, I did, like, a few professional ones, a few amateur ones in there. And it was just, like, the most fun thing ever because I grew up singing and dancing because of my sisters. We all loved it. So, yeah, started in theatre and it wasn't until I was, like, 14 and um, my agent got me auditions for TV and that's when I transitioned and I was like, wow, this is a lot easier. Yeah. You only have to be good at one thing, not three. <laughs> it's so t- timeline, six theatre production. Then when did you go on Saddle Club? Uh, I was 12, 13. And then Neighbours? Neighbours, I was like 18. So, so yeah. you didn't have a childhood? No. <laughs> I mean, I had a childhood, just a very strange yeah. one. Like, yeah. yeah. How, how would you describe your childhood? Weird. Um, But I think a lot of people think like I'm by no means a child star, but like working children, 
sort of grow up to be resentful mm-hmm. or feel like they were pushed into it. And it was very much the opposite in my case. Like I would force mum to take me to auditions. Like I made her, like all of our auditions was an open call. I didn't have an agent and I saw it in the newspaper and we were like number 3,000 in line at the Rod Laver Arena. And oh, I wow. was like, Ari, like you're not going to get this, babe. Oh. Like I love you, but let's go home. And I was like, no. Nah. I'm getting it. You know, it's seven. I got you're it. like, I've got this yeah. one. Um, so, yeah, like it was always me driving it. And I sort of started first before my sisters. And I just, I don't know, I always say like I peaked real early. Like mm. I had so much ambition and drive as a kid and I loved it. Like I wouldn't change it for a thing. And I'm not a super um, social, like people find it funny that I say I'm introverted, but I mm. am. So mm. I never felt like I missed out on like partying or like high school because I don't want to do those things yeah, and yeah. I never did. Um, but for some people, like, I did homeschooling for year 10, 11, 12. That, that's a nightmare for some people and I loved it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, my childhood was by no means normal but I loved it. Like, I wouldn't change it. So the younger years, like, when you were, like, six, seven, did you go to primary school or was that homeschooled as well? No, I went Wait, to school. How? Yeah. So I'd, like, do a show, get home at midnight and then get up <gasps> at seven for school. I mean, I missed a lot of school, to be honest. Like, it was a lot of days. And my mum, thank God, she's a legend. She was just like, I'm yeah. not going to f- – what do you learn before well, year 10 exactly. anyway? true. You and know, like, honestly, what do you use? Yeah, like, more, like, so, yeah. more life skills yeah. and what you were doing working in the workplace. Exactly. 100%. And they knew that I was never interested in being an accountant or a yeah. lawyer or a doctor. Yeah. Like, if that's what I wanted, I'm sure they would have been a lot more strict with school. But for me, it was like – I actually loved school. I loved learning and – in VCE, I stressed the hell out of myself because I'm a perfectionist. I was like, I need 90 yeah. or above. But then I was like, oh, why did I do that? Because I'm never going to use it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. That's so crazy. So how old were you when you went on Neighbours? I think I was had like just turned 18. Oh, okay. So yeah. you weren't like at school and stuff. No, but no, yeah, no, but no, Saddle school. Club was pretty huge. I used to love the Saddle <laughs> like, Club. How do you how, – how does a teenager deal with fame? Do you know what? Like – I think there's fame and then there's like fame. Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I would get recognized here and there. And we were sort of, we were all living out in Dalesford. We filmed mm-hmm. it out there and we were kind of in a bubble and all of us were young. I was like, you know, there was a lot younger than me as well. So we were kind of the adults of the kids. Mm. Um, and I, going back to school was weird, like, because Saddle Club already existed, you know, I'd have everyone following me around singing Hello World. And, <laughs> And, like, people think, oh, people must have thought you were so cool. Like, no. People didn't know nothing about me is cool or has ever been cool. So I don't think – I never really felt like it was fame. I've never felt famous in my life. But, like, I loved it. I loved doing the shopping centre appearances, the touring, like, all that stuff. I really enjoy getting to meet the people because you spend, like, two years filming the show and you never see anyone. Like, you never experience, like, theatre. You get a clap and you Mm. get, like – So it's really nice when, like, year down the line the show comes out and it's like oh people actually are enjoying this and watching this but yeah when you're like 13 I mean thank god that social media really wasn't a Mm. thing then like Facebook had kind of just started Mm. um like Instagram wasn't around yeah thank god because I dealt with that with neighbors and I was at least an adult then but 
yeah, it would not have been pretty if I dealt with it as a 13-year-old. What do you mean dealt with? What do you mean oh. dealt with it with neighbors? What is it like bullies and like, I mean, social media is such a toxic place. So I could imagine. Yes. But is there like bully, like what? It's, to be honest, on my page, I've I've always been really lucky. Like my yeah. Instagram following is very, you know, placid. Like yeah. There's, yeah. there's no bullying. There's no, I don't post anything offensive. Like no. it's me in bed or me at the gym. Like there's yeah. not a lot else. Um, But Neighbours has obviously a really big following uh-huh. worldwide and, when I was on the show, I went through a lot of, um, you know, mental illness. Mm. I, I struggled with an eating disorder and that was all kind of shown on screen. Meanwhile, my character was also going through an eating disorder, oh. which was, yeah, like life imitating art, which, you know, a lot of people gave neighbours backlash for, but it was never them being like, you need to lose weight. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It was completely coincidental. Mm. Um, but, yeah, as you know, I lost heaps of weight and everyone mm. tells you how good you look. Mm-hmm. And then it's suddenly, oh, you know, you look sick. And then mm. I started putting on weight and then I was like, is she pregnant? Mm. Like, and then I learned to stop reading comments. Yeah. That's That was when I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Why mm. do I care what a bunch of randoms think about me. I know. Like they'd never say it to your face. No, mm. and it's more about them. It's got nothing to do with you. It's 100%. just like they're very unhappy. How the hell do you deal with playing someone who has got an eating disorder and then dealing with that in real life? Yeah, that was definitely one of the hardest things I've been through. Like an eating disorder alone is, I mean, you know, horrible. It's, it's the darkest time yeah. in your life. And so I struggled with anorexia, but my character had bulimia. Oh, God. Which was really hard because I'd get on set and there'd be scenes where I'm meant to be like shoveling down food. And that's like the worst thing you ever like, want yeah. for if someone's got anorexia. Yeah. yeah. And that like for me now I'm like sick, free yeah. food. <laughs> but back then I was like all day, every day. It's all I would think about. I wouldn't eat in advance mm. because of that. So that was, you know, that alone was horrific. And then it was everyone so concerned. But you know, no one can fix you. No mm. one can change you unless you want to change. And I'm so grateful for Neighbours because that was my incentive to get better. It mm. was like, look, Ari, we love having you and we love you on the show, but if you don't get healthy, like, you can't be on the show. Like, oh, it looks, Yeah, I mean, it looked so dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, even back then, which is a while ago now, and it's even more so, you know, people are aware now and mm-hmm. not having, you know, people who are sick on screen and mm. if you're naturally that yeah. weight amazing but I clearly wasn't yeah um so yeah that was my incentive to get better it was like you lose your dream job or you know you force yourself and it wasn't like overnight mm. but that's sort of what led me to go get therapy and to go actually commit to getting better mm-hmm. but yeah it was honestly I don't know if you feel the same but I almost don't remember those years of my life mm-hmm. it's like because you have no energy or fuel you don't even remember anything. It's all a blur. Yeah. Mm. And I remembered I started getting healthy and I went back after the summer break um, and some of the cast were like, we, we've never met this person. They were like, we've oh, never wow. seen you laugh. We've never seen you smile. Oh, stop. And like, if you know me, you know, I don't fucking shut up. Yeah. Like, I'm always <laughs> laughing. I'm always outgoing. And people were like, no, Ari, we literally thought you were mute. Like, I'd do my job and then I'd go sit so, in the green room and like yeah. not talk. That was just How? your eating disorder. That was yeah. your mental. I had yeah. nothing in me. In you, yeah. yeah. Apart from the therapy, how how did you find that light and life within you? I always wish I knew and I wish mm-hmm. I remembered because so many, you know, I get so many young girls reaching out like, how did you get over it? Yeah. How did you? And to an extent, I don't think you ever fully get over it. Yeah, like I I, we both still have obsessive personalities yeah. and, you know, I've channeled it into other things now and I train a million times a day, which is, Still, I know, like an obsessive thing, but in terms of the eating, it was like a really slow process. I got an eating plan mm-hmm. and like I would for months just cheat what I was eating. Yeah. You'd lie, you 
like you're a different person and then yeah. one day I'd eat an extra snack and I'd be like, okay, no one died. Mm. I didn't put on 35 kilos overnight. And so slowly I'd get braver. And then as stupid as this sounds, like I fell in love, which is kind of like mm. it was a like really a nice distraction. Yeah. And it was like if this person could love me, like maybe I could actually start loving myself yeah. a little and look after myself. And, I mean, you should never look to someone else to fix you, but I think just having that sort of light mm-hmm. was yeah. like, okay, I've got something to work towards and I'm really lucky to have the family I have. Like yeah. two older sisters who both have not had eating disorders but body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, in this day and age, find me a woman that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. true. Or man, you know, yeah. um, and both in the same industry. Like I was just really lucky to have the support I had mm-hmm. mentally and financially and getting the help I needed. But no, I wish I had like this magic piece of advice that was like, do this and you'll wake up and you'll yeah. like, you'll be over it. But just have to love yourself. Yeah, yeah it is. Good just, luck. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a yeah, long, long journey. It's a, it is a journey. Yeah, it's hard. It's it really so is. funny you say that because I had a, I sat down with someone a couple of days ago who is currently anorexic and I'm just kind of like a support system for her because I really enjoy being there for people when they're in that. And she asked me, she's like, what was the turning point in your life that made you get better? And I was like, I knew you were going to ask me that. I actually don't know the point. It's literally about doing the work on yourself and finding that love within yourself again. And it's like a journey. 100%. Yeah. It's not an over, there's not like you hear a quote or you watch yeah. a documentary and you're like, sick. That's sick. Yeah. I'm going to like eat 10 meals, a, not 10 meals a day, but I'm going to eat properly again. It's literally no. slowly um, implementing food 100%. into your diet. like, Fuck, I didn't get fat. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you just, it just happens like that. And it's almost like you have to force the eating and the stuff and the mental stuff comes as a result yeah. of that. Because until you have fuel and food in your system, like your brain doesn't even have the capacity to no learn way. to love yourself. Yeah. You have to almost force yourself to stick to the meal plan and go, I don't know if you feel like this. I've read this a lot and I was like, I thought that was just me. Mm-hmm. There's like two voices when you have an eating disorder. <laughs> and Mine was called Barbara, the bad Oh, you, you named yours. Yeah. I should have named mine. Yeah. But it was like, one voice is like, if you eat this, everything is going to be okay. Like, yeah. you're, you're going to start getting better. You're going to feel happiness again. And the second you eat it, it's that second voice, that mm-hmm. guilt of like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, yeah. tomorrow you're going to be fat. What's your identity if you don't mm-hmm. have an eating disorder? Mm-hmm. And it was like slowly those voices with time just started to fade. Mm-hmm. And slowly like being proud of myself became more important than being ill and yeah. skinny. And it stops being about what you look like. Like 100%. I didn't even look at myself. It was about a number and it was about making sure that I was still, you know, the sick one. Yeah. Which is so fucked. It's like the good voice overrides the bad voice when you're getting yeah. better and you don't even hear it. But to be fair, like I was saying to this girl the other day and I've spoken about it on the podcast, I still hear that bad voice all the time. 100%. Barbara pops up all the time, but I've done all the work now to override the bad side. And it's a work in progress and it's fucking exhausting yep. and it's going to be a part of me for the rest of my so life. So you never unlearn how many calories are in something exactly. once you learn. Like, mm. my God, I wish, you know, like my boyfriend, he's like one of those guys that like can't do cardio because he'll put on weight or like, <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. We hate him. Yeah. Exercise twice and yeah. get abs. Yeah, yeah. 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 literally. He's like, <laughs> like every guy. He's Thor and he goes to the gym once a week. Yeah. Um, but for him, like he's never had a sick, like he wants yeah. pasta, he eats pasta and I was yeah. like, I'm so much closer to that than I used to be. Yeah. But I'm like, my God, it must be so nice to just eat whatever you want, whenever you want, and not even think about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the dream. And for some people, the fact that that's just life every day, I'm like, oh, my God. But then I've got things that people are like, wow, I wish I could mm-hmm. have the motivation to go to the gym every day. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. everyone's got their shit. It's everyone's a work in progress every single day. Amen. Every single day. Off eating disorders, yes. going back to career, after Neighbours, what happened 
Where are you going? Did Wait, you go overseas? Yeah, you went overseas for a little yes. bit. Yes. So um, I finished the show and I was dating one of the cast members at the time and we both went to LA for like three months to do the typical pilot season, mm-hmm. get an agent, get a visa. And like two weeks in, I was like, oh, this is not for me. Mm. Like I love LA for a holiday. I love going to the gyms and going yeah. to Air One and like, yeah. you know, how we do typical LA. Yes. LA, yeah. But the thought of living there long term and just that competitive oh, it's a lot. lifestyle. And, you know, I was there at a time where incredibly, you know, racial diversity was mm-hmm. coming and, you know, different body types, and which was amazing. But it also meant that being a Caucasian female from a very blessed upbringing, they were like, What's your ethnicity? Yeah. What's you know, what's different. different about you? Yeah. And I was like, I'm Jewish. They're like, yeah, so is everyone else you know in America, babe? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you're the majority yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and just I realized that for me, acting, I love it. It's such a fun job, but it's I'd done it for so long that I was like, I think I'm almost ready for a semi-retirement. Like mm-hmm. I was ready to go see what it's like to not wake up at 4 a.m. every morning and you know, always have your hair and makeup done and always. Mm. Like, that's just not me. And I was like, I'd love to just go into fitness, which is something that I'd, through my eating disorder, like had to give up and then really found a passion for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if I just like got a normal job for a bit and saw how that went? So I came home. Um, my ex and I broke up. And then I moved to London. And I was like, I'm just, I, I call it my like, rebirth. It was like, yeah. rebirth. I actually call it my slut phase. But <laughs> That's fine. It's, but it really wasn't. Yeah. I'm like, I went on, I think, five dates and kissed, like, two guys. But, you know, the thought was there. Yeah, um, But I went and, like, I did Barry's every day and I was like, great, I'm going to go back and move to London. Like, I loved it. And mm. Neighbours is so big there. Yeah. So I was like, great, I'll get an agent. It'll be a lot easier, which it would have been. I flew home for my sister's wedding. Um, and while I was home, I met my boyfriend and he ruined everything. Um, wow. And my sister was about, like, she just had a baby mm-hmm. and there was all these things and I was, like, pushing myself to leave and I was, like, you've got to go experience this. And I was, like, actually, like, maybe you just want to be home. home. Yeah. And maybe you just want to, like, go do something else. Um, and I decided to stay and thank God it was worth it. Yeah. You know, seven years later. God, if we'd broken up, I would have been pissed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, like, the best decision I ever made and that's when I started getting into fitness and coaching and really found that, like, I'm very lucky to have two jobs that I love. Like yeah. I know a lot of people don't even have one that they love. Yeah. So for me, it was always like, oh, I have to pick one. And now I'm just like, oh, I can do both. Do both. Oh, yeah. you can do both. You could do like, you just said, are you allowed to say that you went? No. Okay. <laughs> well, it depends where this comes out. Okay. But no, I okay, recently yeah, did okay. uh, another show. Yes, another show. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I went to bite my tongue before yeah. I said that. So I was like, I don't know why I'm allowed to say that. But yeah, you can film as well and do. Totally. Yeah. So where are you instructing at the moment? So at the moment, I I was living in Queensland the last three years, which was amazing. And I was coaching at Inspire Cycle. Mm-hmm. And I came back and my dream was to open my own studio. Like that was the aim. And I worked for like a year on it. And then after <laughs> the most stressful period of my life, the council eventually basically wouldn't allow it. We had one complaint. Wait, wow. what? Yeah. So we had a building. We bought the bikes. Wait, this is in Melbourne? This is in Melbourne. So I was bringing Inspire Cycle to Melbourne. That was I remember you saying that. the big yeah, dream. And like, I was like, this is all I want. And the universe just said, no, like every, like I will work hard. I will, I was up like every day. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. Like I was, I just wanted this to happen. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd make a step forward, it'd be five steps back. And I was just like, 
you know what, eventually the council were like, yeah, you got a complaint. It's going to be six months before you get a yes or a no, by which point we were having to pay rent. We haven't started the bill. Like, oh, my gosh. And I just like I spoke to my dad who's a businessman and he was just like, is this what you want mm-hmm. anymore? And I was like, thanks for asking because no. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. I love coaching. I love instructing. It's my dream. I wanted to bring a studio here that would, you know, be incredible and big and what Inspire is in Brisbane. And I was just like, I don't want it enough to go through this. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to coach. I want to do what I love. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do that because I was working so hard on this. And yeah. Anyway, so all that happened and literally the day it fell through, I, Barry spoke to me and we're like, auditions are this weekend. Like, if you want to do it, like, we need you to commit. And I was like, I don't know what the universe manifestation shit is. I don't I don't really believe it either. But I was like, it's obviously the universe. It's Everything, the universe, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I was like, Everything great. happens for a reason. That I truly believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everyone was telling me that at the time when it fell through because I was distraught. Like, I'd worked for a year on this. Um, like, I'd done so much money, so much time had gone into it. And I was like, no, the universe doesn't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I got flown to Sydney for a week of training and it's like I'm just loving it. It's absolutely me and my element. I, What I love more than anything in life is coaching and seeing people mm-hmm. get stronger and fitter and loving themselves. And for oh. me, that's what exercise is. It's yeah. not about calories. Yeah. It's not about who burnt the most, who sweat the most. It's about showing up, giving what you've got on that day. And I think, you know, barriers is intimidating for a lot of people because they think you have to be fit to start. And I'm like, I'm there trying to show people that like whatever level you're at is exactly you where you're it. meant to be mm-hmm. and you'll build. Mm-hmm. Like that's what fitness is. And then uh, about a month ago I started at United Ride, which yes. is my, like spin is my baby. It's what I've been doing like the last eight years and it's like what made me fall in love with fitness mm-hmm. and fitness for the right reasons because it's basically just like twerking on a bike. 100%. It's so fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm at United Ride now and there's lots of exciting changes coming. But, no, there's like everything that I wanted to do is going to be happening but in a completely different way. And cool. it's like my dream come true because I get to do the part I love without all the stress. Yeah, well, that's true. I was going to say that before. It's like take that business side away mm. and it's too stressful and you might fall out of love. I was already. Pro- yeah. yeah, it's not – sometimes it's kind of better to just – Stick to the side. But also, can confirm your Barry's class is fucking amazing, <laughs> as is your United Ride class. Oh, I lost myself in your cycle, like in a good way, just <laughs> to the music, to you. And it's just like, you know, I was thinking about it before. You were saying that you just want to fall, people to fall in love with themselves mm. when they exercise. I was like, it was just a complete moment of surrender. And I don't, like I don't know how to fucks. describe it. Oh, yeah. That gives means so much. Yeah. 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 In, so I feel like Bar- the Barry's workout and United Ride is so different. And if you're so listening different. and you haven't and you live in Melbourne, please try the United Ride because you do lose yourself because it's dark and you're literally dancing on a bike. And this week's Chemist Warehouse Picks of the Week. It's my pick this week. And I'm kind of jealous because this was going to be one of my picks. Yeah, so this pick is the old school bio oil. And then I feel like this has been a product that has always been a staple in my family's cupboard it's, and my, my own cupboard. It's in my bathroom cupboard. Yeah, so what I love about bio oil is I love having moisturized skin Mm. but I can't stand moisturizer because it doesn't sink in and with this bio oil I don't know what it is with oil but it goes to like the second layer of your skin it actually feels moisturized I use it for my scar like I've got scars I put it on my scars but also for my little stretch marks yes we're all getting those stretch marks but I also do I'm gonna get this out 
Um, it is this consistency. If you haven't seen this product, it's amazing. It's really good for skin tone. It's great for scars, stretch marks. I've also got a little scar in my stomach for my appendix and I do still use this. So you can get this from Chemist Warehouse. It's full of jam-packed of vitamin E which mm. we love. So it's available from Chemist Warehouse and it's just the bio oil, skincare oil. And damn you, now I have to find another pick of the week for me. Sorry. You use the word coach and inspire, like as an instructor. Yeah. I, I've never been a fitness instructor, but I see such a difference between ones here and ones in America. You yeah. tend to be more American, and I, I don't. I don't know what the difference is. It's kind of like more you, motivating. Yeah, you <laughs> Sorry, somehow. That's a coach. It's like okay. a TED talk. You're yeah. up there giving a TED talk, and I don't know how other trainers don't know how to do it. Somehow you get the best out of me. Oh, I I really appreciate that. I think what it comes down to is one where you've trained. Like I have trained a lot in America. Mm. I've trained a lot in London, and they're very similar. Mm. And like I know what I like in a class. Yeah. And I, Anyone who knows me knows, like, I don't stop training. So, like, I'm always looking for instructors to motivate. Like, something they'll say and I'll be like, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, like getting inspired by other people. But I think at the end of the day it's passion. Like, there's a, you know, everyone and their brother these days can be a PT. It's mm-hmm. it's too easy to become, like, a trainer. But there's a big difference between someone who's, like, in it for the money or in it because it's easy and then, like, I go home every night and practice my playlists and you know, write down my programs and go over them 10 times. Like I love what I do and I give 100% and I I guess that's hopefully why it brings out the best in others and Mm. I'm so passionate about music, which is just such a huge part about both of my jobs. Um, But, yeah, I really appreciate that. Whenever, like, I get a compliment like that, I'm like, I wish I knew. Like all I know is that I show up and I fucking love it and Mm -hmm. I give it everything. But the fact that it, you know, translates, that that's means so much to me, yeah. really. Because all you want to do when you want to work out, well, personally I do, is like I don't want to think of external things. Oh, no. Like, no. I just want to be there then. And I am paying like, you yeah. to get me out of my head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's and so do you know what? Rude. You keep it pretty simple and with a lot of space. Do you know what I'm like? Or not too much. There's not there's not too much fluff. It's yeah. like you, you get on the bike, you do this, you do that, lose yourself to the music. Yeah. I think sometimes it's like, we have to be the most creative or we have to make the hardest mm. program or we have to… Too many moves. You, like, kill everyone. And I'm like, actually, it's really important for it to be challenging. Like, everyone walks out of my class like, you die. Yeah. But it has to be achievable because it gets to a point where you're like, I don't feel good about myself if I'm like, I can't do this and I can't ever foresee myself being able mm-hmm. to do this. You know what I mean? And as a coach, sometimes I do classes and I'm like, I, I can't do that run. I can't do that curry. And I'm like, I just feel shit. I don't mm. feel good. So I think, like… A trainer's job is to find that really fine line of like, I'm going to push you. Like you're not getting away with it. Yeah. But also where you're at is more than enough. 100%. Has anyone come, what's like the nicest, or not the nicest compliment, but what's something someone said to you about how they felt post a class or has they changed their life? Has anyone said anything like that to you that you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think in Brisbane, that was like, I was there for like three years yeah. and I really cultivated a community. They call it a cult, but like, <laughs> it's a healthy one. Yeah. Um, and I really sort of found my feet there and my love for spin, especially and for fitness. And people would just like, you know, at Christmas time or like birthdays and people write mm. you messages. And like I would cry so oh. much. Like when I left, I was, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. And I would get all these notes and presents and cards and people saying you change their life. And I'm like, that's mad to me. Like the fact that I get to do what I love mm. and yell at people and play some good music and dance 
and they walk out of that room feeling proud of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that is to me, I, I can't imagine a better job than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people are actually saving lives mm-hmm. and changing lives, yeah. but that's as close as I can get. And, you know, I've had girls speak to me who have struggled with mm-hmm. eating and fitness and for them saying to me, like, you've changed why I train. That's Aww. that's really big to change someone's mindset mm-hmm. from being like, I need to do this to be skinny, mm-hmm. to being like, I train because I actually love my body and yeah. I'm grateful for what it can do. That's like the biggest compliment to me is someone being proud and finding a new way to train that isn't aesthetics-based. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> that's really nice. Where does your career in coaching go from here then? Is it like a – so you're, you're older. How does, how does older. it – No, like – I'm so, on the edge. <laughs> We're getting older yeah. every fucking minute. Right. in the grave. <laughs> Don't say that. I actually want to talk about age because you're, what, 29? <laughs> 29. You probably don't have the pressures that we do. Maybe you do. How- oh, no, I'm feeling it. Okay. Oh, but I think I put it on myself. Like no one else is like, mm. well, actually people are asking when I'm getting married. But besides that, like no one's giving me the baby talk or the, mm. the you know, career, like how are you going to manage it? But I think as females, like you, feel you can't help it but feel it. Like especially when people around you like, you know, my sister's about to have a baby mm. and a lot of my school friends are married and like, mm. You know, people are like starting their own companies, like, and you're like, is that what I should be doing? Mm. Like, it's so hard to not oh, think, think that. that way. I know it's really hard. We had someone on the podcast, um, Adele Marie. She's like a TikToker, and she was just about to turn thirty, mm. and she wanted to talk to us because we're obviously veterans, <laughs> eighty-five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, seriously. Yeah. And we were like just giving her some advice, and she's getting the external pressures of like, you can have a baby, like maybe you should freeze your eggs because she's single, and it's so hard. And you were just talking about the other day, like, you've been getting asked. Oh, I've been getting asked all the time about whether I'm freezing my eggs. Yeah. And I'm just like… It's, I also, just, just shut up. It's I none know. of your business. And you don't know what that person currently is going through. Like, yeah. maybe Sarah is bloody in the process of freezing. Like, you just don't Maybe know. Sarah doesn't want kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But, yeah, it's… And, yeah, you have been with your partner for such a long time. Yeah. So, you're getting that, like, marriage… Do you know what? I think, like, at the moment, it's… If anyone's putting the pressure on, it's just me to annoy you. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, everyone's like, oh, surely, like, you're ready for a ring. I'm like, I guess, but, like, it wouldn't change anything no, for us. Yeah. We live together. Everything's shared. Like, mm-hmm. there's… The only thing that would change is that we'd have to pay for a wedding. I'm like, I really don't no, want to pay for a wedding. that's fair enough. So expensive. I know. And I'm like, I, then, like, I'd rather that money went to a house. Like, yeah. I'm not a jewellery girl. Like, I don't need a ring. Mm. Like, I definitely want to get married and eventually want to have kids. Yeah. But it's so funny when you're younger. I don't know if you guys are the same. I was like, by 25, I'll be married. Oh, I was like 21. I'm like, I'm married <laughs> kids. 24, I wanted two kids and to yeah. be married. Yeah. And now I'm like, I kudos to you if you're doing it, but I can't think of anything worse. Like, oh. yeah, I kill my plants. Like, <laughs> I am yeah. not ready to be with child. Yeah. But I think, like, my sister felt the same. She was like, thinking about freezing her eggs and then like… Is this Dina? Yeah, yeah, Dina. So my eldest sister, Gemma, has two kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was born to be a mom, like Aww. elder sibling, like… I could always see her as a mum. Mm-hmm. And then Dina was like, you know, wasn't sure when she was going to have them, like the place she was in her life, she wasn't sure. And then it happened and it's like no one's ever ready and then no. you're just ready. Yeah. And if it's the right time, it's the right time. And if it's meant to happen, it will. And if it's not, you'll find another way. 100%. You know what I mean? Like you see so many miracle stories these days. Like it's just crazy that like a geriatric pregnancy is now what, like 35? Yeah. I'm like, cute. What's like, mine's going to be like a corpse pregnancy. <laughs> like… Like, I don't know. I just don't know how I'm going to be ready in a few years to have a yeah, baby. Yeah. But I'm I'm hoping it just happens. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you're right. No one's Do you think there's ready. a time when you know you're ready though? Nah. nah. 
You, you don't? I, I think some women, I've got friends who are like, I was born to be a mum. Like it's all yeah. I've ever wanted. And I think that's amazing. Mm. It, it's not me. Like I love kids. I'm not even such a baby person, which is really? oh, I'm going to get judged. But like to me, like babies all kind of look the same. You just want well, to they when they're like the three years Do you know what I mean? They like just poop and sleep. Yeah. But like toddlers, like two to six, I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. my jam. Yeah. Like I love that. But yeah, I didn't, I've never had that maternal mm. instinct. Like I, I cuddle dogs more than I cuddle babies. Yeah. Okay? Like, but I don't know if you ever are just like, yeah, I'm ready. And even if you think you're ready, I'm sure you're not. No, Because it's 100%. more work than you ever thought. Yeah. 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 So true. I don't think you're ever ready. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just mm. like, because whenever I'm asked, I'm like, oh, like, and have been asked in the past, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty selfish at the moment. I don't think I can put something else mm. in front of myself at the moment. I'm and, exactly the same. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, does that go away? Is that when you know you're ready, that you're ready yeah. to put yourself second? Or does it happen and then you're like, I guess I'm oh, second now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just yeah. make it work. Yeah. But like for my career, like if I get pregnant, that's a lot of, I mean, yeah. I can still teach for a while and there are instructors who are so inspiring of like taught till their due date. Mm. But like I, I'll have to pull it back. Like yeah. I can't function at the level I am now. It's not healthy. Mm. So that's like for me a big consideration. It's not like I've got a desk job, job yeah. where I'm like, great, I can just work from home or mm. when I get tired, I can go lie down kind of thing. So that's a big factor. I'm like I'm in such a good place in my career. Like now I'm going to hopefully work my way up to where I like is the, sort of the pinnacle yeah. of the fitness world. I'm like I'm not ready for that to fall behind. Mm, you're still chasing your own dreams. Exactly. Yeah. Would you ever go back overseas? No. To train? No. Only because I've just been, I told you this, I got a Peloton bike and we spoke yes. about it last week. And I was like, I found like my favorite instructors. And Corey? then I stalked. Yeah, uh, yes. Cody? I, Is Cody, it Cody, Cody. Cody, Cody, Cody yeah. yeah. Cody, Kendall. I don't really like the other one that you. Um, Ellie loves. Yeah, I don't like Oh, her. yeah, she's very so – All the men love her because she's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, but I was like – and then I stalked some of them. They are so famous. They're fully famous. I'm like, it blows my mind. And I was thinking about it just then when you were talking and I, I had a meeting with Peloton on the laptop because they were like going through all the features and stuff and they were like, yeah, you know, you can have hashtag Cody's or whatever – and then I was thinking about it. They were like, yeah, because every morning you wake up and they're the first person you interact with. They inspire you to get the day. They inspire you to be a better person. And it's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. So that's why people fall in love with their, like, mm. trainers and they're so huge you overseas. Do, and I do the same. Like, I have my trainers that yeah, I'm same. like, I'll only go to their classes. And, like, yeah, they – for some reason, you just you know you're going to die, but like you just keep coming back. But they also inspire you. So it's really we're saying exactly. Do you set an intention before a class to get the most out of the group? Um, I don't actually. I don't ever have. I mean, sometimes like something will happen during mm. the day, and mm. I'll be like that, That's or I'll yeah. see like a quote, and I'll be like, I'm still in that. Yeah. yeah. But no, there's never like I never sit down and think like, what am I going to ask them for today? So I just sort of whatever comes up, and it's usually what's going on in my life. Mm. You know, yeah. say if I've like. I had an argument with someone and I'm like, like for the next three minutes in like our freedom track, like maybe just take a moment to be okay with wherever you are in mm-hmm. life and realize that like it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to just let things go when they're not serving you anymore. You know, like things like that. Or if I'm in a really good mood, I'll put on like a fun song for the freedom track and I'll be like, whatever shit's going on for the next three minutes, we're just going to dance. Yeah. We're just going to have fun. And I think that's important because if it's not authentic like some of the American instructors do it so well and they're like spiritual and they're like tap into your chakras and I'm like if I said that you'd be like bitch please <laughs> like I don't you don't even know what a chakra yeah, is like, yeah excuse me what's yeah uh, you don't even know what a moon rising is yeah. 
So I think as long as it's authentic, that's when it translates. Yeah. Mm. As soon as you start to say what someone else has said, it's like, you know, when you like get the cringe and you're like, oh, no, no, don't say that. Don't say that. And it takes you out of the room because you're like, no, I, I, this is an ick. Like, that's my worst nightmare. So when I speak, if I don't have anything to say, like, I just won't. Yeah. Like, let them have their moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How, so I want to talk about you obviously teaching at two studios, balance. How the hell do you find balance? Do you think you have balance? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to say, can I answer that? Define that. So well, this su- is what I'm asking. Totally. What does balance mean to you? So in some parts of my life, absolutely. Yeah. Like relationship-wise, like family, like I'm very lucky. It's very balanced. Yeah. Like, I have a very stable life. Mm-hmm. I, as I said earlier, like my relationship with fitness, uh, mm, I wouldn't say people would think it's balanced. Like yeah. I train a lot. Mm-hmm. What's a lot? <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> so I train like three times a day. Yeah. Are you also yeah. teaching though? Yes. So I'm usually being paid for yeah, at okay. least one or two of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, So like, like to explain. Okay, so like today. She's yep. also not 30 yet. So <laughs> yeah. Next year. Do you know what though? Yeah, Even between done. 25 and like, 29. Like when you turn 30. Your body My joints, my yeah. hips, Wait, my knees. Wait, you turn 30. I, I know that people say this, nah. but when you turn 30, something It's all over. Hits and you're like… An, Broken. I was literally th- lying in bed, la- bed last night thinking, oh, my hips are sore. <laughs> my hips are <laughs> actually fucked. Sorry, I totally interrupted No, you no, no. Now. It's I completely agree. Yeah. I'm glad we all feel that way. Yeah. But I, so like I get up, I do like, so tomorrow I'm coaching 7 a.m. at Barry's. Mm. And then I'm I'll, going. Should, Sarah, are you coming? Come. I actually will. I don't. Yeah, there you go. Come. Yeah. Um, and then I'll do the class after, like I'll participate. Mm-hmm. I'll do the eight. And then at 9.30 I'll do like a hot Pilates or a hot strength mm-hmm. at core class. Fucking love hot Pilates. Because for me, like as much as a lot of people wouldn't think that's low intensity. It is. It, for me, that's low yeah. intensity. That's like my way of being like… That's okay, your yoga. That, that's, that's as close as I get. I'm yeah. still trying. <laughs> yeah. It's been… How long have I known you? I've been I trying to get into yoga. Hasn't happened yet. Um, and then like at midday, I'll do Revel. Yeah. So like pure strength training. Or some days it's cardio. But like squats, deadlifts. Because mm-hmm. um, that really helps me injury-wise to actually… Yeah, Because I do so much cardio. Yeah, to be fair, it does It stabilises yeah. the whole body. Yeah, and 100%. Joints. Yeah. And then in the night, I'll coach Barry's again. But that's not… Then some days I'll do like spin in the morning, Barry's at 9.30, revel at midday, coach at night. Like, but everyone's always like, how do you do it? Mm. And then I'm like, so when I'm not coaching or training… I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Like I'm sitting or lying down mm. and then I don't have a nine-to-five job. So like I'll coach and then for five hours during You're the day, anything. I'm literally programming and playlisting in bed. I sleep eight to ten hours every night. Oh, wow. Like sleep oh, is… I would and, too if I worked yeah. out three times yeah. a day. And like how I'm like, well, <laughs> try working out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But it's a non-negotiable yeah. for me. Like that's the only way I function. Yeah. How do you recover? Uh, like do you… Do anything else for recovery? I'll do saunas every now and then, like not in summer because yeah. like infrared saunas, we have one at home. Mm-hmm. So that's really helpful. Um, do you have the recovery boots? No, I've never tried them. So and I feel like I need to. You come to my house. We've got them. My boyfriend has them and I use them sometimes. Come over one time and you can use them. Because I'm always like, you know how they make your legs look all veiny after it freaks the hell yeah. out of me? But, I'm but like, it's good because it's the, um, like the, compre- they go… Like they compress. And so you then feel it, a difference? Yes. And okay. then so what they do, this is what my boyfriend said, but they're… Um, lymphatic? Uh, no, getting new blood flow. So okay. it helps with like recovery. Yeah, so right. So it's like generating new blood flow or yeah. whatever. Totally. And getting it moving. And it's like a weird sensation when they're on because it's like… They like goes… And it it's goes, like when it does your blood. Blood yes. pressure. Yeah. It's exactly yeah, right. like that. But then after, your legs feel lighter. Okay, I need to try it. Yeah. But to be fair, like I, I take magnesium if I'm really sore. Yeah. Or, but because I've been doing this for so long… 
I very rarely get like severe doms anymore. Like yeah. recovery mm-hmm. is more making sure I sleep so I'm not fatigued mm-hmm. but or getting injured. But doms-wise, unless I like the other day I did boxing and I hadn't done boxing in ages. Oh, and then the I'm worst. like yeah. my lats. Yeah. And my, yeah. But because I do most of the training, you know, every day, yeah. I'll get sore and like my hamstrings will hurt. But it's not like I can't walk. Yeah. Do you ever do a leg day? Revel. So like Revel will do like squats. Wow. Deadlift day. So I can't walk two days after a leg day. I, but if I took a week off and then did a leg yeah. day. Like yeah, right. I had 100%. to take a week off consistent. last year, which I hadn't done in like… Yeah. I, I actually don't remember how long. And I went back and I was like, oh my God, this is what people, which is actually shows you that like I overtrain because mm. you should feel sore. Like yeah. that means you're building muscle and my body like doesn't even get a chance. It's like, you, oh, we're going yeah. again. Yeah. That's so funny. Boxing is the only workout and um, reformer Pilates that oh, I get yeah. super sore in or if I do a leg day. Yeah. I was sore after your glute. Was it last Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. I was sore Booty the next day. day. Oh my God. Yeah. And like I'll feel my hamstrings and I'll feel my glutes. But because cardio, like for me, spin flushes all my lactic out. Like, oh, no, I was sore after your spin cluster. <laughs> I was too. I my because, calves work. Cool. I think because I've done spin for so yeah. long, like no matter how hard I work, like spin for me is now like the recovery. Mm-hmm. So like if I ever really sore legs, I'll just like oh, yeah, use really light resistance, yeah. spin them out, and then I'm fine. But yeah, if I ever get really sore, I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? Like I don't, I, I don't know what that feeling is. But I also think I maybe don't know what it feels like to not be sore. Do you know, like, I actually, yeah. I'm not sure if I remember You're what it's like. You're just sore 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Just a constant plateau yeah. of sore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Wow. Do you ever, only because I've kind of sometimes get like this, but I have to really, like, train my brain, like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you ever wake up any days and you skip a workout and then do you feel bad after? Yeah. Because that's an eating disorder thing yeah. and you have to really pick yourself up about it. So, like, for me, you know, that whole quote of, like, you know, it becomes – an obsession when yeah. the rest day is harder than, you know, Same. working yeah. out. Like for me, getting up and working out, easy. Like, yeah. It's not even motivation. It's just habit. Like I've done mm-hmm. it for so long. But like I I used to never take a rest day. Yeah. Like, and even still it's probably like once every three weeks now, mm-hmm. once a, a month. And like Dean literally like. A rest day hard. once a month. Yeah. Wow. And like Dean will like lock me in the house. Yeah, like, it's yeah. hard. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. And not because I'm like, oh, no, like I'm going to get fat. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, but mentally it's yeah. like my therapy. So I'm like. I do, I, I feel, I don't know if it's even guilt, but it's like, I feel like FOMO. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, I like I have to like not look at my stories because I'm like, oh, I want to go do that class. Yeah. Because I genuinely, I love it. Yeah. But I also know it's unhealthy. Like yeah. to not be able to take a day off or like for me still, the times I know that I have things to work on, like going on holidays for me is stressful because I'm yeah. like, when am I going to train? What gym am I going to use? But I've got so much better at that. Like yeah. now I can logically go like, is taking three days off really going to change your life? Mm-hmm. And I'm logical enough to be like, you're going to be fine. Like yeah. most people exercise once a week and mm-hmm. they're fine, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, it's very, very hard for mm-hmm. me still. Yeah, because I can, I sometimes still find it hard, and then I'm like, no, 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 yeah, don't like you feel. And then I forget, I forget about it. Like yeah. I'll get up, have a coffee, and then I forget. I'm like, oh, and you're so busy. Like you've got, yeah. you know, so much else going on. For me, when I take a day off, it's like I, I don't have work. Like. Yeah, I'll only take yeah. a rest day when I'm not training yes, yeah. or like not working. So then it's like, oh, what do people do today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's hard if you're not doing anything because then you're thinking more about it. And it's like you do have to yeah. kind of do the thing. You got to keep yourself your busy. Yeah. 100%. So in between all your workouts, you said you're, you know, doing your programs and do you watch Netflix? Can Babes. you give us some show recommendations? Because I'm stuck I think I've at the seen moment. Everything 
ever. I'm stuck. No way. Have you guys started F Boy Island yet? Oh no! I saw that, that on Abby? Foxtel. Chaff- no champion. No, but I saw it on Foxtel. Oh, yeah. Fox- no, Foxtel. Oh, is do people have Foxtel? Yeah, I do. She's out of the country. You know me, Ari. Oh, star. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know it existed <laughs> anymore. Yeah. No, that's binge is Foxtel. I saw it the other night. I was like, is Wait, this is it good? It, no, like if you've ever wanted to feel really good about your yes. life, I'm watching it. You know what? Those ones where you're like. Wow, I'm so glad I'm not on that Wait, show. is yes. it like Love Island? Like why? No, so it's like three girls and they're all like gorgeous and great and then there's like 24 boys and 12 of them are nice, self-proclaimed nice guys and 12 of them are self-proclaimed fuck boys but no one knows who's who. Oh. So they have to try and end up with a nice guy at the end and then they split the money or if they end up with a fuck boy, the fuck boy gets to decide if he keeps the money or they or if he gives any to her. It's actually so entertaining. Wait, I so watched, how many episodes? I, I watched one scene the other night where they had to try and protect the girl from getting paint uh, on her or do you whatever. Know what, I was do like, you know what I would love for these dating shows to stop putting like athletic challenges? Like none of us are watching it for the challenges. challenges. Watch True. Survivor if yeah. you want to watch a challenge. True. I just want to watch the gossip, the bitching. Um, There's only two episodes out so far though. Oh, okay. It's okay. one of those ones that they Maybe make I'll you watch wait. It tonight. But I would like to say that that's not my usual view. <laughs> I'm a serious actor. Yeah, serious. I'm trying to think of shows I've watched recently that I really love. I know that the new Black Mirror is coming out next month. Oh, no, I didn't like the first. That's oh, weird, see, I, man. I love that like… scary. Oh, yeah. I love like thrillers. Oh, no. Like, psychological nah. thrillers. Like Get Out nah. is one of my favourite movies ever. What, I don't even know what that is. I. It's weird. It's really amazing. But it is weird. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of like my all-time favourite shows… I should, this is something I should have… I've got… Actually, I've got a list. Wait, yes, please. Like, can I just… Why Ari's getting that list. If you me. haven't list… If you, Sarah watches this. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, that is oh, a show. Love. It's like every life lesson. I watched last week's episode. Have yeah. you watched it yet? With Jamie? Yes. Oh I, my no, God, the I was one of, crying. I, I, my uh, sister said it makes you cry. And it's I, when, so happy crying though. When like an… I know that something's sad or happy, like going to make me cry. I have to wait till I'm in the right mood. Yeah, true. Because I'm like, when I watch TV, I, I just want to switch off. I don't want to cry. Yeah, I don't yeah, want, you know yeah. what I mean? It's such a, it, if you, yeah, Ted Lasso is a great show. I, I absolutely, well, I Okay, love, tell us your list. I'm like, it's really long. So oh, I'm wow. looking for First the ones. five. On, no, but they're not in order. Oh. Um, you should say Dance should Academy say a, for movies. Um, oh, yeah. Great, great show. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite shows is Unreal. I feel like you guys oh, yes, would I love, love that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, I pretended what The Bachelor is like. I did like. watch that during like lockdown or something. Um, obviously, one, White Lotus. I mean, I feel oh, like yeah, that's yeah, obvious. Oh, yeah, love. Um, this Is Going to Hurt is an incredible Whoa, show. What's that? This is going really, to really good. On? It's on Binge. This is um, going to hurt. Okay, great. There's so, Yellow Jackets. The second season just came out on Prime. I see that. Really fucking good. weird. The first season was good. The second season's just getting… I hate when things go sci-fi. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm not like I an don't alien like superhero vibe gal. As an actor, do you sit there and critique everything? No, because I'm not that good of an actor. But <laughs> don't say that. No, like I'm really are. not. But I I definitely, I think that's a lot of the reason I hate sci-fi because I'm just like, it's a green screen. Yeah. It's a, like it's not real. I just like things that are real. Same in my life, how I'm like, it sounds bad, but like I don't believe in aliens because like I haven't seen one. Yeah, so until yeah, you show me one, you're so li- literal. I, I'm very li- like I'm a black or white person yeah. like that. Yeah. So when 
everything at the moment is bloody superheroes. And oh, like, all that sci-fi It's not shit. real. So why yeah. am I watching it? You know like what I mean? Like that Handmaid's Tale or whatever it is. Handmaid's Tale is so full on. But do you know what's scary about Handmaid's Tale? Because it's not real, it. but like it probably could be in 10 years. This is why I don't yeah. want to watch it. See, that's it. scary in another way. Because yeah. it's like, no, this is not too far from reality. That's why I haven't watched it. When you look at like the laws coming in about banning abortions and you're like, okay, so we are living in the Handmaid's Tale. Like it's… Oh, no. See, that's I couldn't. Those are the kind of shows like you've got to really be in the right head. Like you don't watch that when you're not feeling good because it's it's just going to send you down. But yeah, FYI, I just watched um, Never Have I Ever. Really cute. Oh, yes. That's cute. viewing. I love those kind of shows. Yeah, that's cute. Lighthearted. I started watching last night, um, I think it's called Unstable on Netflix. I haven't seen that. It's a really, it's an actor. Actually, do you know what other show is really good? Sorry, we're getting into these shows. But do you have Prime? I have every. Jury Judy. Oh, babes. Yeah. That was also the best show I think I've ever it's watched. so Directed good. so good. Like the ending. I it's love him so much. I love him. And that know, show was made so, so Amazon well. is now obviously streaming Navis. So I met a bunch of the people oh. who produced like… I didn't know they were oh. streaming it. Yeah. So they were saying that like finding the right person was so key. Oh, he was the best. I'm be honest. If that was me, I would have been like… You're all fucking I annoying. Yeah. I'm out. And like, that's what was. they said. They're like, we threw every challenge at you and you stood up as a human. When he and, showed oh. was it Todd at Bugs Life, I was oh, like, I'm out. I yes. know. How he, dare you? Yeah. He was such a sweet character, but that was probably one of the best shows I think I've really. ever watched. And just different because yeah. everything's so similar to these. Yeah. yeah. That, like that concept is just oh, like… so smart. So good. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that. But yeah, in your answer to your question, I am constantly I'm also a big YouTube girl like yeah, I same. live on YouTube I love watching vlogs and you should follow our friend Morgan Riddle yeah. she's got a cool vlog I've, I've watched her she's yeah. dating the tennis, tennis player yeah. Fritz. she's yeah. great and she just they're did so one. gorgeous they're it's so offensive cute. I know yeah. she just did one yesterday in Geneva I think mm-hmm. I actually follow her on Instagram and she posted an outfit the other day and she's I was so like sweet. like she's a doll like yeah. it was like a white button up and I was yeah, like oh, I want it yes. yeah so Bless cute her. if you were on a reality show what reality show would you want I always say, like, I'm really not entertaining enough. But I'd love, like, a reality show about my family. Like, a Kardashian. Oh, yeah, I would like that. Well, our group chat is called Keeping Up With The Kaplans. Oh, so, like, you guys would be great. No, but in the theory, yes, because we all have, like, these cool, like, not cool jobs, but, like, different jobs yeah. and performing family. But, like, <laughs> it would just be us sitting on the couch, like, you want dinner? Yeah, sit. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how, like, there's no no, no drama. drama. Like, there's, there's chaos, but, like, not with each other, yeah. which is where all the fun comes. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think something like that where there's no challenge, like fuck Survivor. Like people are always like, no. would you want to go I would have like, thought no. you would have said Survivor. I'd rather die. Really? I, uh, Tal wants to go on it. I'm like, no. no. Well, I, I like to be fed. Yeah. I'm vegan. So what am I going to oh, eat yeah, on Survivor? Yeah. Like I hate heights. I hate challenges. I'm like, I love fitness and like athletics in that way. But like I hate sport. I've got no hand-eye coordination. No, wouldn't catch me dead. Oh, wow. Love Island. No, because… Well, well, you're not I'm in a relationship. Single. Yeah. But also, like, I hate people. So being around people all day, every day, I'd be <laughs> yeah, like, that would, I would ciao. Myself. No, no, no. I like, I would go on Survivor, but I don't like camping. So I'd hate camping. No, I the think one, you'd smash it, to be honest. Do you reckon? I'm pretty competitive. No, ve- yeah. Stupid. She's a bit of a princess, too. Yeah, but I, I am. You, but that's what I Your competitiveness would override. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I'm not such a princess. I mean, to a degree, I'm like, I don't really care about, you know, expensive mm, things or like yeah. makeup or hair. But, and I'm super competitive. But for me, like you like a bit. food, um, yeah, that is would number kill one. me. Yeah. yeah, that would kill me. The food thing. No, we wanted to go on one. I'd love to go on travel guides. I fucking love that show. Oh yeah, I'm like not. Free. I'm not like enough for it. 
Um, and then what's the other one? Amazing Race. Sarah and I applied for Amazing Race. You two would be great on that. I, we would fight you, so much. Yeah, it'd but be that's so why you'd be entertaining. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'd it watch would be the very, shit out of that. Although, in saying that, I've been in therapy for a long time now, so I'm much more like, true. Well, you need to get out of therapy. <laughs> I know. Previous to therapy, it would be very entertaining. It would still, but it'd be entertaining probably on my behalf because I would like crack it all the time exactly. and I'm not good at reading maps. So that's why I'd be no, very entertaining. I like, I can't think of anything worse than being oh, the amazing I'd love to be on I also race. don't love traveling. Like, I hate being on planes. I hate, oh, really? See, I fry. No, no, no. I'm really, like, I'm a really anxious Are you? person. Like, on I'm, the plane. Just the whole thing. I've I've got like self-diagnosed. Well, my boyfriend's a psychologist, so he's half-diagnosed me with OCD. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm have to be like early, and everything Sounds has to like go. Me? Yeah, I think we're super similar. Like yeah, that. Like, yeah, everything yeah. has to go to plan, and as soon as things don't go to plan, like yeah, it's, it's, it's over. Spiral. And the whole point of those shows is that nothing goes to yeah, plan. That's yeah. true. So, like, I would. That's I, why I'd be entertaining because I'm like that. Like, yeah, yeah I'm like. I'm so organized. We have to be at that thing early. Yeah. And if I don't get on the plane to put my bag on top of the thing, I fucking freak yeah, it's out. It's all over. I'm like, I need the bag above me. I can't have it like 10 seats down. No. You know when it fills up? Oh, and, and like, when, you know, when everyone's like, why does everyone stand up to line up to get on the plane? I'm like, because what if it leaves without me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already at the gate. Oh my you? God, that is her. <laughs> I, told you. I get to the airport like three hours early. Like, I'm so I psycho. told you. Oh. It's, it's like, that's me. Imagine us two on together. <laughs> It They'd was, have to cancel filming. Oh, They'd be like, this is unsafe. I'd have to pop her bloody Xanax watching you two. <laughs> oh, my God. We'd cause so much anxiety. <laughs> It'd be yeah. funny to watch. I it would really, be so entertaining. I, I, I really want you to come to like a breathwork class or a yoga no, you class. Don't. I actually do. We I did. actually did a yoga class like a couple of weeks ago at One Hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because like when it gets cold, I love the concept of heat. heat. Yeah. And like I was like, I always do core plus, but I was like, I'm just tired. And I, I actually… Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. I find it so hard. Yeah, it is hard. For mm. a multiple, like body-wise, I'm like holding positions. I'm like, mm. that's where I shake. Like yeah. I'm not used to that. And mentally, like I just get frustrated because I'm like, not why can't it. I switch off? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Why am I yeah. thinking of dinner? Why am I, you know. But that's normal. I, I know. And everyone says too. that. But I'm like, well, then what's the point? I might as well just lay in bed, you know. True. <laughs> but I, I, one day, you always said to me like when – you're meant to find yoga, you will. Yeah. And I'm did like, I say that? Yeah, you did. Oh. And it's, it's always stuck with me because I'm like, I just am not meant to find yeah. it. Yeah, I just yeah. not meant to find I'll it. I'll be 95 on my death, but I'll be like, it's time. <laughs> it's the only thing I can Tully, do now. Tully lied to me. I was never going to yeah, find it. Never. It never found me. <laughs> just wasn't meant to Do you to still be. do it a lot? Nah. You I do, do different modalities for you. You do meditation. Oh, like she I do does. meditation and stuff yeah. like that and like visualization all the time, but actual physically physical yoga I don't I love doing it yep. when I do it and this is going to sound so fucked I just can't find the time to do it because no. there's other things that I'm loving at the moment like I love hot pilates yep I'm loving like barry's or I loving, go through phases as yeah, well I'll I be just, like I just and I it sounds so ridiculous because I'm always like to those people when they're like I just can't find time to work out I'm like bitch get up an hour earlier yeah. no but I am getting up an hour earlier, but there's other things that I like at the moment. It's I just on the priority at the I moment. I think for me, because when I was at my height of my eating disorder, I was doing yoga obsessively for like 10 years every day, Bikram. And if I didn't do it, I'd freak out. So there's a little bit of PTSD behind totally. yoga for me. But when I do do it, I'm like, not I Bikram. I need to do it more. Not Bikram. I don't do Bikram because oh it gives me PTSD. But if I do Vinyasa or catch me dead in that room. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it kind of takes me back and I'm like, it's it's hard. Well, I there's a reason you it. loved it in the first place. Yes. But I always think like people are like, what's your favorite way to train? And I'm like, this week? Because next week it'll be different. Yeah. And that's why I train in a million different ways because I'm like, I get bored. Same. Like, 
if I woke up and did, you know, I do like to do the same thing every day. I love routine, but I'm like, I like to change Mix within it every that. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there are certain things that like you'll never catch me swimming. You'll never catch mm. me doing like, you know, an Ironman. But like within what I love, mm-hmm. like I'll always switch it up. Yeah. And one day yoga will be added to Hopefully. That. And same with me. Like I hope I get to one day where there'll be a, a couple of days a week where I can allocate it in. But just at the moment I'm like. But if you're doing meditation and stuff like you're already yeah. doing more than oh, well, you're doing more than me. Like Dina loves meditation. She's always like, just try, just put on insight time, whatever. Yeah, insight yeah. time. Go, you'll love it. And I like put it on for thirty seconds. I'm like, YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that's bored. exactly why I need it. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But yeah, it's um, it'll find funny. me. It will. It will. Well, that's <laughs> it. It will. Do you still do yoga? Uh, occasionally. Yes. Yeah, like, like once every fortnight. It's that's like good. you know yeah. when you need to do it. It's just like it's not part of my regular. Program. I'm in. I'm in a different. For my body, my, how I'm working out, I can't do intense as much anymore. Yep. I'm just trying to slow down. I'm just like, that's where I'm at the moment. Mm. And it will come 100%. back. Like, I do like doing the barriers class. I do like doing the cycle. But it's like I, my body can't do it every day. Mm. And mentally, totally. uh, when I do that type of exercise in the morning, I find that I'm so much more highly strung. Your cortisol is yeah, just yeah. strung for the rest of the day. And because work's like a lot on, I was like, I can't be functioning mm. that high from get-go. And that's why when I say to people, they're like, how do you maintain it? I'm like, because when I'm not here, I'm asleep or I'm in bed. If I had a job, like like when I was filming the other week and I was back on set, I was like, oh, there's no way I could do what I, like if I had a full-time job, no way, I'd be Mm. ill. Mm. Like you've you've got to find something that works for you because once it starts counteracting the whole point of exercise, like once it starts making you feel not good, like then why are you doing it, Mm. you know? So true. Like, That's so true. What would happen if you got offered a full-time job in acting right now? I think I'd take it. It, it would depend on, like, the length of the contract. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would not sign another three-year contract. Like, I'm just not at that place in my life. Yeah. But, like, money-wise, it would be amazing. Like, I want to buy a house in the yeah. next few years. You know, those kind of things. And if it was a job that was, like, rewarding and something I'm passionate mm. about and it's, like, six months, sure. But long-term for me, I think fitness is Your really thing. where I want to yeah. be. Until I can't, like, there's also an age limit mm. on kind of both things. As much as acting, you can be any age, you can't. Mm. Um, so, like, you know, as I get older, you know, looking into, like, coaching other coaches, like, teaching people what I've learned over the mm. last 10 years, like, going into that side of it. But, yeah, if I got an acting job that, you know, was six months or a year, like, I'd definitely look into it and could still coach on the weekends and stuff. But I'm also, like, barely auditioning because unless it's, like, something I'm, like, mm. I love that. Yeah. When Give was me the, the last audition you did? Um, like I get sent commercial auditions like every week. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I'll do them because I'm like, they're so easy and it's yeah. like amazing money if you get them and stuff. But I'm also like sort of having to do my hair and makeup for a five-second self-tape. Too, I'm like… Yeah. Oh, yeah, self-tape, yeah. Um, The last TV… I uh, I had a self-tape for La Brea. It films… Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. In yeah. Port Melbourne. Yeah, it literally filmed yeah. outside my door. Yeah. And I was like, this would be convenient. <laughs> but… I'm also like as if you're not just going to cast an did American. You ever, did you watch that? No, I've never seen it. Yeah. See, it's like, they, you have to it's play like American. American. Yeah, you yeah, play yeah. American. But it's easier for them to cast here because it films here. Yeah. But then they always end up It was also like Americans. lockdown or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yes. during lockdown. I never they're watching another season or something. Oh. So like I'll do tapes for stuff like that. But yeah. Musicals? No, not with this voice. <laughs> oh my God, I could not think of anything worse. I, I love musicals. Like I love musicals. Yeah. And if I was still at… The level I need to be like dancing. I stopped dancing so long ago now. And there's just people who devote their life, you know, yeah. go to performing arts schools. Like there's people who are like elite. And mm. I'm like, no, I 
I love it. I love seeing it. And I get such FOMO when I go see musicals. But yeah, I had vocal surgery last year because I have a hole in my vocal cord and it's just, it's not possible for me anymore. So I'm a retired theatre gal. (laughs) I could do straight theatre, but not musical theatre. Oh my gosh. Well, if anyone is listening and they want to try one of your workouts, where can they find you for your little schedule? Oh my God. It's a little hectic because it's (laughs) kind of different every week, but I'm at Bowery's Tuesday mornings, Mm -hmm. Thursday mornings and nights and Saturday 7am. Yeah. And then I'm at United Monday and Tuesday mornings, Wednesday nights and alternating weekends. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. And definitely go because… Yeah. Please go and do her class because it's fucking amazing. my favourite. Oh, thanks, guys. And then you have to um, pretend that you love me after. <laughs> That's part of the Do workout. You know another thing that I love about your workouts is your music. Like uh, she had like one day on, like all these like fun. Do you know what? Like, that's Damn. that's one of the reasons I went to that cycle class because it was a Miley versus yeah. someone. Ariana oh, too. Yeah. I like in Brisbane, everyone just plays pop and R and B. I'm like sick. And then I came back to Melbourne. And I was like, until house. why does everyone oh. play EDM and house and Ugh. techno? I'm like. I like lyrics to distract me. Or from especially cycle. How much Always I'm, that yeah. fucking technology. Barry's is, I think, like, you know, the, people love the Mainstream deep beats. And, and even, like, cycling in Melbourne, like, people love the EDM and stuff. But for me, I'm like, I want to be able to sing. Yes. And I, I want to be able to dance like I'm in a music video. Yeah. It makes the whole workout so much more fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. And also, sometimes a song will come on and then it triggers a memory. And yes. you're like, oh, I love that 100%. day. Like, it's just like, that's what I love about music. And when you're working out, it's like the double… Yeah, music is everything. Like when someone compliments my programming or my work, I'm like, oh, thank you. But when someone compliments my music, I'm like, oh my God. I complimented your music. <laughs> you did. I, I was like, that's yeah. the biggest compliment like, to me. One D was on. I was like, fuck yes. Yeah, as soon as Rihanna like, comes on, it's like, we're fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. So true. Taking a mental note of that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I fucking love that chat. It was thank great. you guys. I love you. Love you, Ari. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 